Hey everyone, and welcome to the Storm is Here podcast. We can also be found on YouTube under the same name, Storm is Here. So uh, <clears throat> I'm doing this podcast today on the continuing saga, the continuing uprising series. And the next uprising is happening currently in the country of Guatemala. Guatemala is a, is a particularly poor country, third world nation, a lot of uh, mass exiting, a lot of people um, leaving the country because of the poor circumstances. And now <clears throat> the recent uh, uprising and, and violence and rioting is, uh, uh, is basically happening uh, just to, again, just to prove that the world is basically on the brink of revolution. Uh, and in some cases, they are revolting in many countries. Uh, but of course, mainstream news never wants to cover this. Now, I'm going to read the first article for you. And this is out of uh, Al Jazeera. And the title is Guatemala protesters torch Congress as simmering anger boils over a contentious budget bill pushed thousands into the streets to demand an end to corruption among other grievances. And again, the, the, the common theme the common issue uh, with all these uprisings is two things, politicians and corruption. Okay, uh, they're one and the same, basically. So this is something that the entire planet is, is dealing with. And it's not just exclusive to the United States or North America. It's happening everywhere. All right, let me continue on with the article. Uh, protesters set part of the Congress of the Republic of Guatemala Building on fire Saturday after a controversial budget bill brought a series of long simmering crises to a boiling point, spurring anti-government demonstrations. Thousands of people took to city and town squares around the country with demands ranging from a presidential veto of the budget bill and prosecution of corruption to resignations across all branches of government and the Constitutional Assembly. In quotations here, we... Retired of corruption, Carla Figueroa, a 51-year-old professional translator, told Al Jazeera at a rally in Guatemala City, Central Plaza, where she held a sign calling for the resignation of 125 of the country's 160 legislators. It doesn't matter which government, they're all the same, Figueroa uh, went on to say. Guatemala's Congress passed a budget bill Tuesday night, increasing lawmakers' own stipends for meals and other expenses and cutting funding for human rights programs and the judiciary. See, again, selfish politicians who are given all the power, um, which are basically enabled by the elites and also uh, are, are essentially enabled by you and me uh, through the voting process. So again, when you vote, you're actually participating in your own demise. And here's a classic example of it, another example of it. Okay, let me continue on here. They also asked 25 million destined to combat malnutrition, igniting a nationwide outrage. A subsequent amendment that restored those funds did nothing to quell people's anger. While Congress passed the budget, a uh, breakneck speed in the capital rains from tropical storm Iota were flooding regions already devastated when Hurricane Etna swept through Central America earlier this month. Thousands remain in shelters, uh, of which some of which have had confirmed cases of COVID-19. More than 100 indigenous villagers were buried in landslides in several regions after the storm. And 
in the subsistence crops were destroyed across vast swaths of land. Guatemala has uh, one of the world's highest rates of chronic malnutrition, and the hurricanes have exacerbated exacerbated uh, hunger. For many, the funding cut affecting malnutrition was the last straw. Uh, calls for protests grew, as did widespread demands that President Alessandro Giamanti veto the budget bill. When he did not, Vice President Guillermo Castillo said Friday that he had called on Giamanti to join him in resigning for the good of the country. So they already see the writing on the wall. And as uh, we continue on with this article, uh, this is basically them running because they fear for their lives and rightfully so. They've uh, done a, uh, they, uh, they basically have committed some serious crimes against humanity here in Guatemala. Now Guatemala, again, as I was reading, uh, have already been devastated by natural disasters and now have to deal with the corruption. Okay, let me continue on here. Uh, before the protest began Saturday, Giamatti said he would meet with various sectors and present proposed reforms to the budget in the coming days, but that did not curb the demonstrations. I think this is just the beginning, uh, in quotations, said Fiori Salguera, 48, one of the more than 1,000 people who arrived in Guatemala City's plaza well ahead of the set protest start time. Uh Sal Guerra said uh, she wants Giamanti and the legislators who passed the budget, budget bill to resign. In quotations, uh, we are tired of uh, so much theft. I don't want uh, my kids and my grandkids to live in such an indebted country, she told Al Jazeera. Congress ablaze. Four blocks away, a university student-led march on its way to the plaza had stopped and set up a guillotine outside the Congress building. Now, it's quite hilarious to see, but at the same time, it's uh, it's a serious situation because again, when when you take uh, when you take food away from people, I mean, you can take so much away from people, and and, and they're and you know they'll endure a lot, they'll endure uh, so much um, uh, nonsense. Um, but then when you take you know when you take the, the the last bit of food away from them then naturally they're going to they're gonna want to survive and they're going to basically lose their mind. So it is happening in Guatemala. Uh, anyways, let me continue on here. A few dozen police in regular uniforms stood by and watched as young men climbed the building, kicked in windows, and threw in incendiary devices. Flames and smoke shot out of the windows for several minutes as protesters destroyed framed photographs of politicians. Riot police showed up, tear gas in the crowd, and then firefighters arrived to put out the blaze. Uh, Francesca Hernandez was uh, unfazed. The 65-year-old self-employed piñata saleswoman was not participating in the protests, but had walked up to the nearby corner to see what was going on. They are leaving us without anything to eat, she told Al Jazeera, referring to the congressional representatives who passed the budget bill. Now, again, the congressmen that are, uh, that are bought and paid for by the multi-millionaires, billionaires, make the decisions and then essentially the majority of the uh, country has to suffer because of these decisions and again i revert back to direct democracy uh no centralized governments okay uh, horizontal hierarchy meaning there's no hierarchy up uh it's not your traditional type hierarchy everybody is in charge everybody makes the calls through uh referendums or referendas all right let me continue on here uh, Hernandez said that she did not agree with the, the property destruction because people would ultimately end up paying for it 
She said she does not want Giamonti to resign, but to veto the budget bill and stand up to Congress. What we want is, uh, is not to move backwards, she said. Now, let me expand on this comment here. She says she doesn't want Giamonti to resign. And, and you know what? It doesn't really matter at this point, because if even if he did resign, the next guy would be just as corrupt uh, as him, if not worse. Um, and again, th this is structural change that needs to happen. Okay. Uh, we just simply can't just vote her way out of this. It's just not going to work. All right. Let me continue on here. Uh, Giamatti took to tw Twitter on Saturday afternoon to condemn the vandalism, of course, no surprise. I re reiterate that people have the right to protest as allowed by law, but we cannot permit public and private property to be vandalized, he tweeted, adding that anyone identified as having participated in the acts in question would be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. All right, let me expand on this paragraph here, and this is the reason why I've highlighted it. Now, yes, nobody wants to see uh, government buildings vandalized okay but see this is how it works unfortunately this is the reality protesting is just not enough you protest uh, the few uh, the few first few times if Congress or if Parliament still does not uh, acknowledge that they are corrupt then there has to be some more uh, drastic actions that need to take place because obviously they're not listening to you through the democratic process or a so-called democratic process that unfortunately they have to make some waves and unfortunately uh, damaging their buildings is uh, uh, in some cases again I'm not condoning it but in some cases it's totally necessary because they're just basically when you misbehave in that manner then things change for the better but if you don't then they'll essentially just ignore you and they'll continue on with their corruption so I just wanted to expand on that paragraph here all right, so while hundreds joined the group of protesters outside Congress, many more remained in Guatemala City, Central Plaza. As police fired tear gas, the crowds scattered and regrouped around the city center. Byron Garcia sold many protesters the Guatemalan flag they carried to the protest, a street vendor. He has been selling face masks during the COVID-19 pandemic, but switched to flags and noisemakers Saturday. He told Al Jazeera that he opposed the budget bill and government corruption too. It affects everybody, he said, but especially us poor people who have to work every day to survive. All right, let me move on to the next article. This is out of the Executive Intelligence Review. Not only, not only were the riots happening out in the streets of Guatemala, but also the prison system. There was some rioting happening inside the within the, uh, the prison system. Now here's the uh, here's the headline, uh, and the headline is Guatemala explodes in violence against COVID, poverty, corruption. I'll read on. Um, November 22nd, 2020, uh, desperately poor Guatemalan erupted in violence yesterday as tens of thousands of citizens gathered in Guatemala, in Guatemala City and in other cities around the country to protest the 2021 budget passed by the Congress in a secretive closed-door session in the wee hours of November 18th with no public debate or input. Current funding levels for social services are already woefully inadequate. In the midst of the coronavirus pandemic and having just been slammed by two back-to-back -back hurricanes, Etna and Iota, angry Guatemalans took to the streets to protest government corruption when it became known that the new budget provides no new funding for education and health care, including for the response to the coronavirus pandemic poverty, food security, and child malnutrition. 
Legislators did approve more funding to cover their own meals and expenses. In Guatemala City, while protests were largely peaceful, a small group of violent hooded provocateurs broke windows and threw incendiary devices inside the National Congress building, setting a portion of it on fire. Riot police responded harshly, even against the peaceful protesters, setting up barricades, using tear gas, and arresting and injuring dozens of citizens. Now, <clears throat> it is true that there are provocateurs in these demonstrations or these riots or these uh, protests. And, you know, again, you could do your own research on it. I've done videos where they've actually had plain clothes officers go into these protests and cause civil unrest. And they essentially provoke violence. And, but not only that, but they actually justify their existence so that something happens and they can bring the police force in and then they can basically uh, jackboot their way into the protests and try to keep everything uh, in order. And in most cases, it does work. But again, uh, the world is on uh, is basically it's on fire right now uh, with revolution, and I don't think it's uh, something that can be turned around. A lot of people are getting upset about what uh, what is happening in their country. All right, let me continue on here. The Guatemalan situation bears some resemblance to what has erupted in Peru where pandemic psychosis has unleashed blind violence against elected authorities and government institutions. They call The call to protest came from uh, a various group of Guatemalan artists and writers and a number of social and, uh, and other organizations. Questions are also being raised as to where to whether the attack on the Congress was pre-planned, possibly with intelligence services collusion, in order to discredit any protest. Vice President Guillermo Castillo is now calling for the budget to be revoked and for President Alessandro Giamanti to resign, even offering to resign himself if Giamanti steps down. Giamanti says the budget can't be changed and doesn't seem prepared to resign. What is clear is that the Guatemalan uh, is an absolute desperate situation. Almost 60% of the population of 17 million people live in poverty, while 50% of all children under the age of five are malnourished. Coronavirus cases total 118,629 with 4,074 deaths. The majority of Guatemalans have no access to healthcare and the public hospitals that do exist in urban centers are crumbling. Healthcare staff work in appalling conditions, lacking proper equipment and protection underpay or often not paid at all food insecurity is growing at an alarming rate between january and the june of this year food insecurity rose from 570,000 to 1.2 million people and continues to increase so do you guys not see what is happening do you not see that the wealth income inequality the gap is getting is getting bigger and bigger and bigger do you not see why people are taken to the streets uh, in, in anger and again this is happening everywhere Paris Germany England uh, states uh, happen here in Canada it's happening in Central America it's happening in, in uh, South America it's happening everywhere okay people have had enough and uh, they they demand justice and uh, to be quite honest they shouldn't demand justice they should take their justice back okay and more importantly they have to take their sovereignty back because every single person that is born into existence is sovereign okay somehow they pulled the wool over your eyes and made you believe that uh, you were a slave and that you were indebted and you're not and again it's really up to the people to decide whether or not um, 
they don't want to live under these harsh condi- uh, harsh conditions anymore or any longer. It's really up to to you and I. And again, there are alternatives. There are um, choices that we can make. But it, essentially, it's really up to the individuals to decide whether or not they want to make that uh, that, that leap. So I'll give you a couple of uh, solutions uh, happening right now here in Canada, Republic of Canada. If you guys go to the republicofcanada.ca, you'll see how a bunch of uh, Canadians decided that they wanted to leave the Dominion of Canada and started their own republic and call it the Republic of Canada. And under the Republic of Canada, it's all about people's assembly. It's not centralized government like we have now. Okay, I really, again, uh, look, if you're not going to fight for yourself, at least fight for your, the, you know, the, the future of your grandkids or the future of your kids or the future of, uh, of any young uh, person because this is what it's all about. All right, guys, I'm going to end this video. I want to uh, ask you guys to please support our podcast on a- Anchor FM, uh, again, under the name Storm is Here. And uh, if you're on YouTube, we are under the same name, Storm is Here. Please subscribe, hit the notification, like the video, and uh, please support us any way you can. All right, guys, until next time, thanks for listening or thanks for watching, and we'll be doing another video real soon. See ya.